eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Heisman snub and a likely Heisman winner. All from the same school. Imagine that. Good morning. It is Friday, December 10th. You're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. Joined here in just a second by Charlie Potter, Alabama reporter for 24-7 Sports' Bama Online. So last year, Alabama had a wide receiver win the Heisman Trophy. Devontae Smith, first since Charles Woodson, early 90s. This year, a lot of Alabama fans thought their most deserving Heisman contender was Will Anderson, a ferocious pass rusher who, depending on which stats service you use, has already broken the NCAA's single-season tackles for loss record. But instead, Will Anderson will not even be in New York on Saturday night when the Heisman Trophy is announced. He did not make the cut. The 900-plus Heisman voters instead had a top four of, and this is obviously not in order, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Kenny Pickett, and Aiden Hutchinson. Look, I mean, I, I said a few days ago, I thought Will Anderson and Kenneth Walker should have made New York, the trip to New York. I think that's cool. It's like in basketball, when you make the final four, you get a banner up anyway. It's great to win it all, but making the final four is something. I've always looked at, at being a Heisman finalist in the same vein Who'd you take that honor away from? Maybe CJ Stroud. Good player. Great player. Great quarterback. Great numbers, but a lot of talent on that Ohio State offense. And I'd like to get Kenneth Walker in there too. So I don't know. It's tough. Uh, it's it's a tough thing. I very much believe though that Aiden Hutchinson deserves that, that trip to New York. So anyway, Bama fans up in arms about Will Anderson, despite the fact that their home quarterback, Bryce Young, is very likely to hoist the Heisman Trophy at the end of Saturday night. In New York, and, and maybe he'll repeat in 2022. But this conversation with Charlie Potter, we'll get to it right now. Charlie Potter from Bama Online joins us right now. Hey, Charlie, I got to say, it's the most Alabama thing ever as far as where the tides sit in college football's hierarchy to have the guy who's the biggest Heisman snub who everyone complains about on their team not getting to New York. And then a few days later, Alabama is going to have the guy who wins the Heisman as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think it's a, a been an emotional roller coaster for Alabama fans just because, you know, for the most part, all season long, Will Anderson's looked like one of the most dominant players in college football. And you would think if someone on the defensive side of the ball was at least going to make the trip to New York, because I don't really think anybody anticipates a defensive player winning it. But if a guy was going to get the the nod to make the trip up to the Big Apple, it would be Will Anderson just with his stats. He has 32 and a half tackles for loss, 15 and a half sacks. Both of those uh, lead the nation. He's just been consistent. Um, and then, you know, I think a lot has been said or can be said because 
when Chris Allen went down with the injury, you've kind of had a bit of a raw indoor on the opposite side of the line of scrimmage for him. And he's been a guy that regardless of how the offense attacks him, he's been you know, consistent, productive, and, and really just dominant. But on the flip side of that, you know, so has Bryce Young. And, and Bryce has had really kind of what you need to win the Heisman. He had his Heisman moment uh, in the second half in overtime in an Auburn game, and then really a Heisman game against Georgia in the SEC championship game against that vaunted defense. So I think Will said it best. We talked to him earlier this week, some of Alabama's uh, guys that are up for awards. And I just asked him, I I know, first of all, he is brushed off all of the attention that he's gotten from an individual standpoint and said he's focusing on uh, winning another national championship, but it just asked if he was bummed out a little bit. And, you know, he said what you think he would say, but at the end he said, uh, we're straight. Bryce is there. We're good. So uh, I I think that's kind of how Alabama fans have felt, you know, disappointed that one of their most dominant defensive players of the Nick Saban era doesn't at least get a trip to New York, but when he doesn't, you know, his teammate and the quarterback and, you know, co-leader of the team is probably going to win the thing. Charlie, I know there's been a discrepancy um, with how the Alabama and the NCAA official TFL stats this year. And I know that that's important because the record's 32. So right now the NCAA has, I, maybe I'm wrong. I have Will at 31 and a half, but you said 32. Is he, has he officially gotten that and, and beat the record? No, see, that's the thing. You're right. Um, I use CFB stats for most of the stuff that I use just on a, for a consistency standpoint. And he's listed at 31 and a half. But a couple of times now that I've, I've posted that in the story, I've heard from Alabama. No, he's got 32 and a half. So that's what Alabama <laughs> says is 32 and a half. I will say, regardless, <laughs> yeah, regardless of what it is, uh, it's impressive. Um, yeah, I don't even think, I think he leads you know, second place in the nation. But, so second place is 22. So regardless, he's either you know, nine and a half, 10 and a half more than second place from a tackles for loss standpoint. So he's leading the field by a wide margin. It's just, it depends on where you look at depending on how much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I think he'll get it. I mean, he might finish with 35 plus. Um, all right. So we got the snub out of the way. Bryce though, man, I mean, he is just so good. And I know he has a point guard background from, from high school and he just looks like it. It's, it's hard to believe Charlie that this season you might have watched the best quarterback of the Nick Saban era, considering what's come before him. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible because you just look, so he's made, well, going into the Georgia game at the very least, he, he made his first 12 starts and Alabama kind of charted this in their game notes. And his, he's thrown for more yards and more touchdowns than uh, the three guys before him. And all three of those guys are starters in the NFL being Mac Jones, uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa and, and Jalen Hurts. And they were all efficient. They were all productive, effective, all those adjectives that you like to use for a quarterback. But Bryce has been better, uh, at least just from a numbers standpoint. And um, I think what is even more impressive is he's doing this with uh, an offense that had to replace so much. I mean, we've talked about it uh, ad nauseum at this point about this year's team with how much they lost on the offensive side of the ball with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle at receiver with Najee Harris at running back. You lost three starters from an offensive line that won the Joe Moore Award last year. Uh, they just had to replace a ton. And while, you know, Jamison Williams, John Mechie, those guys have stepped up and been Bryce's uh, favorite targets, both are over a thousand yards. And then Brian Robinson's had a nice season. The offensive line has played 
pretty inconsistent all year long and at times really poor. Uh, just look at the Auburn game. You know, Bryce was sacked seven times in that game, but he still led uh, the team uh, to a game-tying drive and then led them to a victory in the overtime, being the Heisman moment I alluded to earlier. So he's maybe done more with less. And, you know, less from an Alabama standpoint is still a hell of a lot more than a lot of other teams. But from a standard standpoint, at least what Alabama fans and most of the people that watch college football are used to seeing from the Crimson Tide, it's, it's been a little low, uh, at least from an up front uh, perspective. So yeah, I mean, what he's been able to do and the consistency he's been able to do it with, has just been really remarkable, to be honest. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I was thinking about that Saturday against Georgia because it's it's a transfer receiver in Jamison Williams who they hit a, a grand slam with, and it's it's John Mechie. And you down to one scholarship running back. And then Jaleel Billingsley, who we thought was going to be this breakout star of the 2021 season, he's been he's been a missing person all, all year. So for for Bryce to do that, do what he's done, and just I mean, he won them the Auburn game, as you mentioned. And I know they won by a lot against Georgia, but at times it felt like he won them that game too. So I mean, hats off to him. I wonder though, Charlie, and I, I've talked to a, a few Oklahoma people about this and, and how when you go great quarterback, great quarterback, great quarterback in sort of a succession, do fans, are they able to like, like, okay, from my perspective, man, if like my team had one of these guys in a 10 to 15 year span, that guy would be like on a poster in my room. Do Alabama fans like, and maybe not, yeah, I'm 31 now, but you know, when I was 11, do Alabama fans like, how have you seen them, them rally around these quarterbacks or appreciate these quarterbacks or just sort of pinch themselves? Because it's, it's absolutely remarkable. And I, I, I wonder how many of these guys like get lost to history. Like the Bama fans even still talk about Tua. They do. It is tough, though, because you got to think like Mac had just one full year starter. I mean, he stepped in when Tua got hurt in 2019, you know, played the, the Iron Bowl and the, the bowl game against Michigan. But he really just had one full season as a starter. And we're not even through Bryce's first full year as a starter. So it's been kind of not really fleeting, but it's been, you know, uh, it hasn't been a, they haven't had a long time to sit with these guys. And you're going back to Tua. I mean, hell, Tua never played a game uh, at Auburn. He had one start against Auburn. Auburn. Uh, and that was in Tuscaloosa because his freshman year, he was the backup and his junior year, he was hurt. So they haven't had just a, a ton of time with these guys. And I guess that can be the same for you know, a place like Oklahoma with Jalen going down there and, and things like that. But I do think you know, as the season has progressed, because you know, honestly, halftime at the Iron Bowl, I think a lot of people were writing the season off just as, you know, well, this isn't the year they're going to make the playoff and all that. But then the way that uh, Bryce Young really willed the offense back and uh, you know, led the team to victory in a game where the defense played really well and then did what he did last week against a Georgia defense that they had heard about all season long. Yeah, I think they know that there's something special. And, you know, going back to what we were talking about a minute ago with what he's done with less. Alabama's had a ton of great quarterbacks, whether it's the guys just here of recent where the offense has evolved into the, you know, high scoring, uh, high octane, you know, throw it all over the field that we've seen. Uh, but you go back to some of the guys that have been through the program, like a Joe Namath, like a Ken Stabler, uh, you know, they've had some some big names uh, for him to be the, the guy that's likely going to win it. I think says a lot because he's kind of had to do it on his own. They've had a little bit of the running game, but they've had guys banged up. They've lost three running backs to injury. The other two that are healthy haven't been healthy all season long. So it's been up to Bryce to to do or to make big plays and he's done it time in and time out. So I think they are really starting to see that, to appreciate that, to understand that. And um, I think, you know, obviously they'd be happy for any quarterback to win it, but this one I think makes a lot of sense. 
Charlie, we appreciate you. We'll, uh, we'll let you go and, and work on those, uh, th- those Bryce Young Heisman stories to get, to get loaded up and ready to publish. Yeah, well, tonight, I mean, he has, I'm assuming he's going to bring home some hardware with the Maxwell and Davey O'Brien. So a lot of Bryce Young individual accolade stories coming at BOL. All right, go follow Charlie Potter on Twitter at Charlie underscore Potter. A lot of awards content from Charlie this time of year. He's seen a lot of great players in his time covering Alabama, so good for him. Our producer is Lance Glenn. My name is Trey Scott. Have a great weekend. No football except for Army-Navy Saturday afternoon on CBS. Going to be a really good one. Total is 33. I think I've got the over. And then next week, I'll be in Fort Lauderdale for the early signing day show on CBS Sports HQ, which is on Wednesday. But we're going to have a ton of great signing day content across the network and the podcast platforms on 24-7 Sports. So if you haven't already, make sure you've subscribed to the Football Recruiting Podcast hosted by Blair Angulo. He does a terrific job. Anyway, have a great one. Talk to you on Monday. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.